0: okay good morning everyone very very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session which is your opportunity to be as prepared for today's trading opportunities as we can be now yesterday evening you're probably very very familiar we had the FOMC uh, and they made the decision to hold rates at 5.25 however that's not the story Um, we had Jerome Powell very um very vehement in in his uh in his sort of presentation that this is very much a a hawkish skip although he went to measures to make sure that he didn't want to use the word skip um, but what we can probably expect is at least two more rate hikes between now and year end um, but what we can say is inflation is improving really quite significantly, and we are at the the, the, the top end of rate hikes. So there's a medium sort of um, interest rate in the US around five point six. Um, so you could be talking about two relatively small rate hikes between now and the and year end, um, if if we get to move higher at all. Um, so there's a couple of interesting observations that we're going to be making. Um, we still have certain aspects to this markets which um, which are, are a cause for concern. So let's uh, let's try and explain that as, as best we possibly can. Um, we've had sort of a confusing backdrop for the best part of, of two months, and um, unfortunately, that confusing backdrop st- still is is intact. Um, so let me explain in a little bit more detail. Um, We'll start, of course, with our risk warning, just broadly take a brief moment to finish yourself with our risk warning currently up on screen. And we did see a little bit of a, a volatile initial react reaction um, before, I suppose, we, we've been pretty flat since that initial volatile reaction, uh, to be honest. But we're in a couple of interesting trades which we kind of want to want to stick with, and we've got a few reasons to do that. Okay, so just as a quick introduction, then all profitable traders, didn't you consider, you know, what, what markets should get our focus at a time like this? Um, well, for us, it's pretty much uh, dollar-related markets. Um, the Fed are by far the, the, um, the dominant central bank in global finance. And now, because we're at the higher end of these rate hikes, that that attention is going to start shifting to um, central banks like the ECB, uh, the BOJ, um, the RBA. Um, the BOC uh, and all these major um, central banks who have made perhaps decisions to say right well we've done enough as far as rate hikes and then they see inflation start ticking higher and then all of a sudden they very much very much you know change their outlook again and start hiking rates and I'm talking about the RBA and and the BOC so those are two major um, central banks which have uh, already got it wrong so um I suppose the big concern and what what the Fed are, are, what their remit is is, and focus is to get inflation down to target, which is 2%. uh, And we are still more than double that, but we have made really significant improvements. So things are clearing up a little bit. We did say this is likely to be one of the most important trading weeks uh, of the year and and not just purely for the for the us but also for other central banks like ecb and potentially the boj as well so entries and exits really important feature in these markets um where do we get in and where do we place our stop losses now we try to use technical levels to to get in and out of markets how do we manage risk how much capital do we commit to our trades well at the moment the that that decision is quite straightforward because we're trading reduced trade size and we have been Basically, for the best part of two months. Um, so, how do we manage risk? How much capital do we commit to those trades? And then, when we get into a profitable position, you know, we want to try and mitigate risk. We wanted to um, to see what was likely to happen over the course of yesterday's um, trading. Um, so, we will hopefully be in a position to, to to manage our trades fairly soon. I just think clearly. Uh, that time is not is not just yet um, Trade psychology important um, response basically from yesterday's volatility uh, we had all the algorithms all kick in and, and a lot of activity and then we had sort of prices really well rebound firstly and then stabilize quite quite considerably so really interesting market dynamics at the moment and we'll address these uh, all of these considerations live every day in our trade rooms and of course we're strong advocates of of remaining consistent the last thing you want to do is throw yours what has been a, a, a very profitable strategy in the bin and start again just because market conditions have, have really kind of tightened up um accuracy as well uh with the levels we use discipline with our capital and of course be patient okay so so let's break down uh, this news event yesterday then and what's important to add is we we do have an improving inflation story in the us and that's really important in this scenario so on tuesday we had cpi coming in at four percent um you know just uh, i think it's probably the best part of 10 11 months ago we were up at 9.1 so real improvement on the consumer side and what they're concerned about is the course is the core cpi excluding excluding energy and food um and that's remaining really quite sticky in fact that ticked marginally higher from 5.2 to 5.3 so therein lies the concern for the fed they want to see that come down um quite considerably and it, it is likely to do so also ppi is is joining the party as well If you look at headline ppi it's coming in way below expectations so we're now in um, negative growth from a, a producer price index perspective and the core cpi is still remaining really quite sticky so we've got this headline really impressive um bringing that inflation down really quite aggressively and then the core is just remaining really quite sticky so we anticipated off the back of these inflation numbers that The Fed were likely to hold rates. And the question we would have is if inflation continues to come down, um, will the Fed have any reason to raise rates? They they very well may not, but it is gonna be unfortunately data dependent, and he did not want to use the word skip, although he did use it. Um, So that's quite uh, an amusing uh, observation there. Um, So we, we now switch attentions very significantly to uh, the ecb they're, they're next up as far as uh, uh being in the firing line um unemployment numbers in in the us uh, sorry in the in the uh the australian economy are, are beginning to improve even further these central banks they want to see a bit of loosening in 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 job numbers we're just not getting that it's a very competitive jobs market at the minute um so we're expecting a 25 basis point rate hike and this is one of the reasons why we're looking to keep the euro-dollar Euro trade uh, intact, if we can. Uh, and then we'll have um, uh, we'll have the ECB press conference as well. So we'll we get an update on the uh, the rates at one fifteen, and the press conference will be at one forty-five. It used to be one o'clock and, and one thirty, so I don't know why that time has changed, but it has done. Um, in between that, we do have some uh, important economic data. Um, how are these retail sales going to going to stack up? Um, they're looking sort of soft at best. Unemployment claims. We saw a, a decent surprise, a twenty five thousand job surprise to the upside uh, last week, and now it looks like. Um, These might soften just a little bit off the previous, but um, we'll see what what number that comes in as, because the jobs market's still pretty tight. And then all focus will be on that ECB press conference in the afternoon. So we hope you can join us for that. And then overnight, tomorrow, early early morning, um, we will be hearing from the BOJ, very much expected to maintain its accommodative stance. However, if they deviate from that, expect to see a pretty, sizeable correction in the yen weakness trade that has been um, absolutely flying with the with the Nikkei skyrocketing to the upside so again it still remains a very very important trading week so this is where we are at. I mean the the S&P is quite a good example we had a, a really significant bit of volatility um, and I suppose the uh, Jerome Powell was probably a little bit more hawkish or he wanted to be a little bit more hawkish and it's really to, to kind of slow down this, um, this kind of market rally which we've been seeing. Um, it just remains to be seen whether he will be able to do that um, because at the moment you know, things are looking really quite positive for equity markets with with buy-in across different sectors as well, not just such a narrow um, kind of um, growth where we're just focusing on a relatively small number of large caps in the US, um, that that sort of market bullish breadth is, is 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 widening and increasing, which is really what you'll kind of want to see. So <clears throat> a little bit of negativity so far today but um we want to try and and hold on to this trade if we can um so elsewhere we're, we're kind of in similar in fact we kind of finished a, a lot more negative on the dow jones than we did on the s p and ironically we started to see you know a decent move to the upside again on these uh, tech stocks so um it was an interesting market response, and 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 a significant amount of volatility as well. Up at sort of higher levels, um, we're getting a bit of a pause, but that's all this is. So we are still maintaining our quite bullish outlook uh, on on the U.S. equity markets, and we think with central banks, other central banks continuing to raise, we do have this. Um, we, we do have this opportunity to perhaps look for further dollar weakness as well. Now there is, um, I suppose, a couple of elements to these markets which are a little bit on the uh, confusing side. Um, and I'll bring that up in just a second. Just a quick reference of Bitcoin. Yesterday took a strong roll to the downside. Um, so we can only expect further downside from here. We're back down to 24,000 now. So um, we don't like trading Bitcoin, uh, at all. So it's just a reference point. And um, US oil. Yesterday, we were seeing a bit of upside that rolled over to the downside as well. And it looks like we are getting a, a bit of a breakdown. Um, we, we can absolutely take this little low in here. We're looking at the 1932 uh, 1932 to the downside for gold. Um, we do have uh, still a little bit of a, a bullish bias. We very well may get a corrective move, so. Um, but then our, 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 our sort of approach or trade idea would be looking to uh, to buy some pullbacks if uh, if we get to see that over the next few days. So our overall bias is very much to the upside, um, unless data sort of suggests that that that's not the case so so we're going to hear from the ECB today We well, let's have a look at the little dollar. Um, you know we have pulled back pretty much in line with yesterday's lows um, this is a, an area of, of support so again we're going to try and, and hold on to a trade like this going into the ECB um, because we think we've got every potential for this to turn a lot more positive it is a structural failure trade to the upside now. Um, just two days ago, so um, our bias would very much be to the upside. So elsewhere, we can we can wait, you know, a bit of a corrective move to see if we can get in on any kind of pullback on these trades. And the the dollar, we've got a bit of strength today, and and the dollar and sorry, the yen is probably one of the one of the weakest markets out there. Um, very and I I suppose again, it's that contrast between central bank monetary policy, where the fed are up at 5.25 and, and at the end of their rate hiking cycle, and the BOJ are still down um, minus in minus territory. And that looks like it's continuing. So um, there's the BOJ minus 0.1. So the, 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 the net, the net positioning on that is very much yen weakness. Um, but what goes up will be coming down at some point. And when that yen weakness starts to strengthen, we're, we, we're very likely to be on that type of trade um, more structurally. And um, up at these higher levels, it's just like, a, you know, you'd be buying the highs of these markets. And we, we, we do, and would prefer to get in on, on a pullback in a situation like this. However, we're getting this price action prior to the BIJ tomorrow. And, you know, a weaker a weaker currency can can help um, exports, of course, you know, because the prices are lower, um, it, demand can increase and it's, it performs really well. But then, you know, the, the economy can get sucker punched with, um, with the input costs, because you'd be paying more uh, for, um, for imports um, and and really considerably more, so it is a balancing act, and perhaps perhaps the BOJ will do something about this um, very significant yen weakness that we're that we're seeing, you know, bottom left to top right um, over the course of the last year or so. So, uh, and if you imagine we were down at one forty nine, now we're not up up nearly one one eighty, so a sizable, um devaluation really as far as the yen is concerned so we can we can wait for that turnaround eventually and and we have to really wait and see what the boj say tomorrow because tomorrow has the potential to be quite a pivotal moment for the for the yen. and we know that the the boj as well are doing this uh this annual review in terms of monetary policy so things will be changing but um Will it be over the next six months is the question. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough call. So I did mention there's some um, concerning aspects to these markets. Uh, just have a looking at the dollar just before we... Um, there's there's a decent amount of dollar strength, uh, ironically, against the CAD, the Swiss, um, not so much against the Aussie, and there is a little bit of strength against the, the New Zealand. Um, so it, it's more specifically targeted at, at markets like the, the dollar. And um, this is a market that we kind of want to try and stay in to the upside. Um, it would be a reversal of this downward trend, which we've been in for quite some time. So we are going to get, you know, these opportunities for sellers to sort of keep trying to push this price lower. Um, however, as you can see, you know, the the over the last few weeks, the, um, the bulls have had more success in in that respect. Um, Euro pound, our bias would probably be to the downside at this point. There's just probably better opportunities elsewhere, and the response from the overnight from uh, the, the the yen has been really quite significant. So um, yen strength really, which doesn't really fit in with our kind of risk on view so um so there's definitely weakness currently we're going to maintain that that sort of bias uh, to the upside um we need to make a a bit of a call on it so uh, let's go ahead and do that so um so broadly speaking we think things are are sort of net positive we're currently experiencing a bit of a pullback, and um, so here's the point of concern. Here's the here's the issue. Um, the bond markets are telling us: if you look at two and ten-year bond yields, um, the 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 inverted nature of these markets, i.e., the the two-year treasury yield coming in way above the ten-year, so shorter-term risks are much much higher. And considerably higher, and getting higher. So you can see this elevated. So that would normally have a bit of a, a bearish impact on U.S. stock markets. But you know, t- still till last night, you know, they are pretty much ignoring um, this sort of negative aspect to these markets. Um, but also, the the extent of of these inverted markets uh, is increasing. So yesterday was around 70, 75 basis points now we're up as you can see at 90 and it's probably getting worse um so this is probably a forerunner for for the fed in terms of um you know concern to the upside because these these markets are not fully um sort of buying in and we're not seeing the correlation across the board so still points of concern in these markets um which which don't necessarily make it easier uh, okay so let's let's just amend this we're gonna have uh, further u.s. interest strength further dollar weakness and um, yeah further yen weakness as well uh, let me um, and uh, gold so below the Nineteen thirty two. Okay. Um, Okay, so just be mindful, attention will now shift to ECB rate decision later today and that's likely to kind of support that kind of dollar weakness narrative, probably more so with the euro dollar, um, which is what we're in already. Uh, and we just have to, for now, while this sort of conflicting market dynamic prevails, we kind of want to just err on the side of caution with, um, with again, trade frequency. Yesterday was a day we could have got into sort of four or five dollar pairs, Um in normal circumstances, we kind of would have done, but the reason why we stayed out was the volatility that we saw post that ECB, where we started to see very, very significant reversals. So, um, I mean, admittedly, we probably would have taken profit prior to the ECB, but it is a, it is a tough call because we do know that these markets are going to react in a very, very volatile manner, and um, uh, as a result, we you know are the way in which we can mitigate kind of our downside exposures by reducing trade frequency and reducing trade size, um, so none of our positions are going to cause us any sort of anguish. Um, otherwise, you get you get chopped up a little bit mentally from a psychological perspective, and you may start going chasing and losing, you know, losing trades and things like that, and that's a difficult place to be. So we don't recommend that as a, as a kind of a viable response. Okay, so. Um, we're going to adjust our, our strategy and approach very much in line with these kind of market dynamics. So um, there's our trade plan currently up on screen, guys. Um, good morning, everyone. Good to have you with us. So let's uh, let's switch rooms and we'll see what um, if we can capitalize on this type of of trade plan. And and don't forget, we want these markets to act as per our expectations. And if that's the case, we'll we'll pull the trigger and we'll trade. Um, if the markets are know they're kind of in a bit of a a wishy-washy position right now but if that begins to change in line with our trade plan that's when we can uh, we can respond Uh, we did say we can look for pullback opportunities in markets like the US indices and also uh, with the dollar as well in terms of dollar weakness Great stuff. Um, We're up at such highs regarding the yen, you know, you do need a a pullback or something to work with really to get in otherwise you just, there's no value in terms of buying the outright highs. And it is, you know, still a very, very impressive move um, so far and that gold cell looking below the the 1932 but just be mindful that attention will now shift very very neatly to the ecb and again tomorrow morning for the boj so um everything still has the potential to change really over the course of today and tomorrow um but then we will have a a lot of these we know where the boc stands we know where the rba stands Uh, we now we're a little bit clearer in terms of the uh, the fed and, and the fomc um we're going to hear from the ecb today and we're going to hear from the boj tomorrow so they're all your you know your really major um central banks and we'll uh we'll be able to probably strategize a little bit better post that those particular events so let's see how we get on okay on that night guys uh sorry i i sort of procrastinate a little bit we still have you know contrasting dynamics we've got broadly risk on yesterday indices higher dollar lower for a part of the trading day and then that began to roll over to the downside so there's aspects of this kind of hawkish fed and sticky inflation uh still and if you look at the bond markets as well there's this recessionary fears so that risk off trade could become a short term and we still have bond yields pushing higher as well and commodities rolling over to the downside so actually it looks on the surface as if we're kind of shifting into this narrative but we have said You know, that's gonna be our position and any kind of pullback opportunities could be a good opportunity to get in uh, to that risk on trade. So, uh, as clear as mud, I'm sure you'd probably agree. Um, It it does feel as if the the clouds are kind of clearing just a little bit. So I think there is probably some net upside uh, to focus on over the coming weeks. So let's see how we get on. Great stuff. On that note, guys, I posted a trade plan into the chat box. Thanks very much for joining us. Um, we do trade these markets live every day from 8 a.m. for the US for the European trading session, and then we're back again uh, live from 12.45. So if you can join us for that, you're very welcome to do so. Any more information, just go to thelivetrading.com. Great stuff, guys. On that note, take care. Enjoy the rest of the day, and we'll speak to you soon. And we're switching rooms now for those of you that want to join us. Take care. Bye-bye.